0: Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed readings in the list of psalms and lessons for the Christian year, primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm within this series. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible, of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years, that the prayer books editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are reminded that there is a difference in numbering between Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer and later prayer books in the Vulgate Psalms 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which has the effect of making all the psalms from Psalm 10 to Psalm 150 off by one number. For example, Psalm 119 in today's reading in the Book of Common Prayer is Psalm 118 in the Vulgate Version. Calvarydale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice still used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. For more on Trinity season, the longest season on the Anglican church calendar, watch the AIC seasonal video series, Trinity Tide, the teaching season, which includes its history, its place on the church calendar, including the possibilities for lengthening and shortening of the church year based upon the date of Easter and the date of the first Sunday in Advent. The series is presented in nine episodes, each linked from the digital library page, with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm reading appointed for 8th Sunday after Trinity is Psalm 119, verses 33 to 48. Psalm 119 is the longest psalm and is attributed to King David. It consists of 22 parts, each with its own opening words in Vulgate Latin. For part five, the part used today, the opening words are legem pone. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall keep it with my whole heart. Make me go in the path of thy commandments, for therein is my desire. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. O turn away mine eyes, lest they behold vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. O establish thy word in thy servant, that I may fear thee. Take away the rebuke that I am afraid of, for thy judgments are good. But behold, my delight is in thy commandments. O quicken me in thy righteousness. Psalm 119 is not only the longest song, consisting of 176 verses presented in 22 parts, making it one of the most complex in the Psalter. In the Hebrew text, Psalm 119 is considered an acrostic, with each section beginning with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. The psalm begins with a definition of blessed that is a variation of the Two ways message from Psalm 1, in which verse 1 says, Blessed are those that are undefiled in the way and walk in the way of the Lord. And in verse 2, blessed are they that keep his testimonies and seek him with their whole heart. For more on the uses of the word blessed in Psalm 119 and other psalms, see Part 3, Blessed is the Man, in the AIC bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality and Anglican Perspective. The continuous theme of Psalm 119 in all its parts is the importance of living by the commandments, meaning the Decalogue given to Moses in Exodus 20, verses 1 to 17. Other similar terms with slightly different meaning are statutes, testimonies, and laws. Unlike other psalms, Psalm 119 does not just speak of the commandments themselves, but also emphasizes equally the importance of understanding. This is another way of stressing the difference between the Pharisaic method of acquiring knowledge, that is, knowing the literal words of Scripture, and the New Testament emphasis, based on the teaching and preaching of St. Paul, of understanding, knowledge alone, even if extensive, such as that of Bible scholars, is not enough. Psalm 119 is a reminder of the weakness of absolute reliance on the sola scriptura argument that Scripture is all that is needed, The combination of knowledge and understanding can also be understood as wisdom. For traditional Christians, Scripture needs to be understood in the context of the Church's doctrine over the centuries. For more on this topic, see the entry called Wisdom in the AIC bookstore publication Layman's Lexicon. For early Christians who liked making up prayers using a chain of verses from scriptures called catena or katene, Psalm 119 was invaluable. A useful katena on the theme of learning and understanding of God's laws could be made of verses 12, 18, 26, 33, 34, 47, 48, 57, 58, 63, 64, 65, 66, 78, 79, 80, 89, and 90, 94, 104, 124, 125, 133, 134, 135, 136, 142, and 144, and finally 169. For more on this topic of katana, including Several catenae on Psalm 119. See part two, Little Prayers, Catenae on the Psalms, in our bookstore publication, Hear Us, O Lord, Daily Prayers for the Laity. Psalm 119, verses 1 to 8, 12 to 16, and 33 to 40 is used as the third antiphon in Anglican 6-hour, and verses 36 and 37 are the first antiphon for 6-hour, and in the fourth antiphon for third hour in the AIC bookstore publication, Hear Us, O Lord, Daily Prayers for the Laity. The first lesson is Ecclesiasticus 1, verses 18 to 27, one of the second canon or apocrypha books of the Old Testament, in which Jesus Ben Sirach offers more on his teaching that the fear of the Lord is wisdom and instruction. That's verse 23a. The reading is almost a direct parallel with Psalm 119, 33-40. The second lesson is John 7, verses 14-24, and the subject of Jesus' authority being derived from his Father. The reading from John is discussed and illustrated in chapter 7 of our bookstore publication, The Gospel of John, Annotated and Illustrated. The closing prayer is derived from Archbishop Cranmer's adaptation of the Gelasian Sacramentary, but with revisions made to the preamble in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. O God, whose never failing providence ordereth all things both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things and to give us those good things which are profitable for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.com dot net.